This podcast is presented by the Bet Parks online casino and sportsbook app. New customers download now and get up to $1,000 in casino bonus back if you're not a winner in your first 24 hours. See BetParks.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 in PA, New Jersey, Maryland, Michigan, or Ohio. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. It's Window Nation's semi-annual sale, and it's a big deal. Right now, get 50% off all windows along with no interest for five years plus bonus savings when you schedule a consult to Today. If your windows leak, get foggy or hot, or you're paying high utility bills, that's a big deal. With Window Nation semi annual sale, you can replace your windows and save a big deal too. Schedule a no obligation in home estimate now. Call 866 90 Nation or visit windownation.com. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Presented by Parks Casino and Sportsbook, we are coming to you live from the beautiful Sportsbook at the Parks Casino. Of course, the all-new Bet Parks Casino and Sportsbook app has you covered. And a special deal for you today with the Sixers game. Bet Parks is the official presenting sponsor sponsor of the twenty-two of the twenty twenty-two Seventy Sixers playoffs. And they have an amazing odds boost promotion for you today for today's Game Four of Philadelphia versus Toronto for all customers. Boosted odds of plus 760 if Joel Embiid, James Harden, and Tyrese Maxey combined to score 76 points or more. And Philadelphia wins game four. Both have to happen for you to win your boost. It's pretty awesome boost. We are coming to you live yes. from the Park Sion Sportsbook and Elliott Shore Parks. This is our last show before the Eagles have made their first round picks, their second round pick. And their third round pick. A lot of action going to happen by the next time we're on the, the radio here next weekend. It's honestly sad how much time I've spent this last week trying to figure out who the 14, first 14 players in the draft oh, take are Oh, my goodness. Be. Like, I'm sitting here because you figure for the Eagles and Howie Roseman talked this week. And I thought he said something. And what is a press conference that really his aim is not to let anything slip away? His Howie, ultimate Howie Roseman goal there is to not let any of the plans, the Eagles' plans or intentions slip away. And maybe even to make people think that yeah, the intentions even, are something other than to what they're misleading. Yes, exactly, yes. exactly. But one thing he said that I think is true is that when the Eagles go on the clock at 15, they probably have a pretty good idea of who will be on the board. They just don't know the order that it's going to be. But leading into this draft, it really is one of the most unpredictable drafts really I've probably ever covered. And I think that's because of lack of quarterbacks, because of the fact that so much of the talent's on the defensive side of the ball, but everybody really deep down wants to draft offense. So it's an interesting draft. I think, uh, you know, we've obviously been talking about this draft for weeks, and my opinion's probably changed, you know, 800 times (laughs) in terms of looking at this prospect that I really like. And now I think they should do this or that. But here's the thing, James. It's time to pick. You're like, damn it is, right it, it is, It is buddy. time to pick. It is the last chance on yes. Go Birds Radio to make our picks. And to your point, it really is up in the air. I mean, we don't 
We don't even know whether the Jaguars are taking number one. It feels like every year you're like, all right, well, this is the number one pick. And yeah. We'll see what happens after. You know, and this year, like, there are like four guys apparently they're considering. So they else. say. Well, yeah. Also, the Trent Balky said nobody's called up, nobody's called to try to trade for him. It's that's a, how you know it's a bad draft. It's when a no one's weird draft. To to one. And that's why it's also hard to know who's going to be there at 15 and 18 because it does seem like there's a lot of guys in a similar level of talent, yeah. so to speak. And it could kind of go in any order that depending on who teams like more. So today is the day we decide who we like more. Yes. How we want this first round to play out. We've spent weeks now talking about this player, or that player, or this position or how to approach it or whatever. Today, Go Birds Radio, the Go Birds listeners, the Go Birds callers. It's a big community day. We are getting on the record yes. today. We are making our picks today, whether you want to make picks at 15 and 18, whether you've got a creative trade scenario. That but here's the thing. We have to approve the trade. Yes, it no, has to no be. No crazy trades. It like, has to be a, a trade that is acceptable. And if you want to say, hey, a third, and then we say, oh, you got to give up a second, you say, all right, I'll yep. do that. That's cool, too. But it is time to get on the record with how the first round will play out for the Eagles if you were in charge. Let's get in. 215-592-9494. Elliot Shore Parks will lead us off. The floor is yours, sir. It is Thursday night, 15 and 18. How are you approaching the draft? Well, everyone's worst fear has come true. I'm the Eagles. (laughs) I'm the Eagles GM in this situation. Everybody's biggest fear has come to life. But here's the good news. I think I'm going to make a pick that is going to surprise people. But I think it's ultimately going to make people happy. I've talked on this show, on this station, about the need to go offense. And I believe in that. I would still, I think they need to prioritize offense. But, James, I fell in love with a prospect this week. Oh, wow. There's a new number one on Elliott's big. A late, a late riser. A big new, a new number one on Elliott's uh, big heart board. Ready? (laughs) With the 15th pick, Elliott Shore Park selects for the Philadelphia Eagles, Devin Lloyd, linebacker. From Utah. Wow. I'm doing it. I'm breaking the streak of linebackers. And let me tell you why. What really sold me on Devin Lloyd the more I learned about him, and especially this past week, he can get after the quarterback. Bottom line, he can get after the quarterback. For as much as we've talked about all the different prospects, one thing me and you have really always agreed on is they need an elite pass rusher, an Mm -hmm. elite edge rusher. And Devin Lloyd is not a traditional edge rusher in the sense of that. He is a linebacker. But when I watch Devin Lloyd – I see Micah Parsons, and I remember last year talking about Micah Parsons and saying, well, he's a bit of a tweener, you know, I'm going to take a linebacker, all those things. They're both 6'3", both have long arms. Devin Lloyd's actually faster, I think, Uh, and he did more bench reps than than Micah Parsons, which is surprising because he looks, to me, physically weaker than Parsons does. But I look at how the Cowboys used uh, Parsons last year, and I think the Eagles can use Devin Lloyd in the same way, if not more creatively. If I'm picking at 15 and I pick Lloyd, what I'm getting is, A, a linebacker that I know is great in coverage, but, B, somebody that I can really use to get after the passer. He had seven sacks last year. He blitzes up the middle incredibly effectively. You can have him as a stand-up rusher on the outside as an edge rusher, and I think he can do that. And then when you combine him and Hassan Reddick, the Eagles would then have two guys that they could really get creative with. And I trust me, I have hesitancy about Jonathan getting, getting too creative, but – Ultimately, with two edge rushers, I think at number 15, if Devin Lloyd is there, I think they're getting an instant impact defender, somebody that can impact the first two levels of the field on defense, the edge, and then also as a linebacker. And I think it's just it would be a great pick. So after all the offense talk, and trust me, at 18, I will be going offense. But at 15, if he's there, I think the pick for them should be. 
and for me, it would be Devin Lloyd. What a turn of events. Mr. Offense, Mr. Yes. Two Wide Receivers, a linebacker with the front, a, a weapon. A, a weapon. defensive As weapon. much as I hate that phrase in terms of, we talked about Hassan Reddick. Yeah, like, buddy. But that's what sold me on him. When I look at Devin Lloyd, I see a pass rusher. Yeah, I, I see somebody it. that can impact the quarterback. And, that, and it's also what they really need is, and to borrow a phrase from you, He's a blue chip Blue guy. chippers, baby. He's somebody that the opposing offense has to worry about during the week, and that's what they need on defense. So, Welcome to the dark side, my friend. <laughs> I would the take defense him, dark side. Yes, the boring side. I would take him uh, <laughs> over the cornerbacks that are going to be on the board there. I would honestly probably take him even over Kyle Hamilton. Wow, close, I would not, as you will see. And I think Hamilton could be there, honestly. I think that he's going to get to like 11, 12, 13. So, but, yeah, 15, Elliott Shore Parks has selected Devin Lloyd. Okay. I you're not going to hear me fight you on it. Obviously, right. everyone knows there's another linebacker who yes. might end up in my you're draft. You're Kobe Dean guy. But I love that. If they, I think Devin Lloyd's a great football player. I think they need impact players on defense. They need blue chip young players on defense. Love that pick. Where are you going at 18? Well, do you want to do 15-15 or I'll go? Do you want me to? Sure. Yeah, I, I think can. we should. Okay, yeah. well, I'm not picking at 15 because I'm trading up. Oh, boy. You didn't see this coming, did you? I did not. Now, I need you to verify that this is a fair trade. Okay. I'm getting on the phone because to the point you were just making, and I would not take Devin Lloyd over this player, my whole draft is all about getting defensive blue chip players, guys who I feel are going to be the core of my defense moving forward. And I know they need pass rushers. They need edge rushers. It's my number one need. But yet, I'm not going to overvalue that based on the opportunity to get guys who I think can be culture and scheme-changing type of guys for this yeah. defense. Will 15, I'm talking to my old friend Joe Douglas. I'm getting Joe Douglas on the phone. The 10th pick in the draft. We got a relationship. Joe's already picking at four. He can afford to move back a few and still get a player he likes and get that blue chipper early on. Does 15, a third, and a fourth get me to 10? I think it does. I think it does, too. Okay. I don't think it's a second. Now, look, the tough thing about this draft is it depends who's on the board. Like, I think if at 10, Jermaine Johnson, the Florida State rushers on the board, I don't think they're moving out. But if he's gone, let's say Jamison William goes, like, yeah, I don't think there's a huge difference between who you get at 10 and 15, especially if they don't want the guy that I'm guessing you want to draft. So I think a third and a fourth is fair compensation to go up from five to I'm 10. going to be getting the next Brian Dawkins. Kyle oh. Hamilton is a Philadelphia Eagle with the 10th pick in the draft. Okay. I'm trading up, and I'm hanging on to 18 in the process of doing it. I'm getting who I think is a top five football player in this draft, a guy who is, again, a difference maker and someone who I can't believe is dropping. Again, we do this every year where people overrate some certain little physical attributes instead of looking at the tape and being like, all this guy does is make plays. All this guy is is a football player. I love Kyle Hamilton. I'm taking him at 10. I'm trading up a little bit to get it. And look, in your world, I might not even have to trade up to do it. But yeah, or not to 10 at I'm least. I'm assuming that I do, and I'm going up ahead of those teams who might take him. Well, that's Washington, thing, Minnesota, those teams in yeah. there that I think could take him. So I'm going up and getting Kyle Hamilton. So here are my concerns with Kyle Hamilton, and it's nitpicking concerns. Like if, they, if the Eagles end up dra drafting Kyle Hamilton, I think it's a smart pick, and I would take the chance on Kyle Hamilton. But my concerns are twofold with, with him. One – I know you don't make a huge big deal out of it, and I mostly agree with you, but the 40 time was not super fast, right? But two, you just don't see a lot of, like, 6'4"-ish safeties that are elite this in today's game. I'm a little worried that he's like Isaiah Simmons in the way that you, you draft him, but, like, can he really be the single high safety, or is he going to have to play in the box a ton? If he's in the box a ton, is he fast enough or physical enough to be an impact guy in the front seven? 
So I would take a chance on him, and I think that, to your point, he's a little N'Kobe Deanish in the way that the guy just, like, produced, right? Mm-hmm. Like, you just take a good football player and you do that. But I, I have soured a little bit on Kyle Hamilton. Maybe this is me falling victim to the, pre, the pre-draft process, but I do have some concerns about him. Yeah, I'm good to go. Give me Kyle Hamilton. Give me a, a culture changer on defense. You're up. Especially okay. in Gannon's system, where we talk so much about the middle of the field, how much, you know, if he had guys there, what a right. difference it could make. Anyway, go ahead. Okay, so I think at 15, everybody loved my pick. Everybody was saying, yes, Elliott went and got a linebacker. The Eagles got a linebacker. Devin Lloyd going to be really dangerous for the front seven. This is where I make everybody mad. <laughs> At number 18, I don't care if it's an overdraft. I don't care if people think. You're getting your guy you I'm want. I'm getting my guy. This is what I want the Eagles to do in the draft. Get guys you believe in. Get guys you think are yes. great. Yes. Here it is. At number 18, the Philadelphia Eagles select George Pickens, wide wow, receiver out of off Georgia. The board. Everybody goes crazy. All the analysts are going, what an overdraft. But guess what? In the six, seven months, people have been going, this guy's the best receiver in the draft. Wow. I think George Pickens wow. has, has all the physical skills. The only receiver I think is even comparable to him in the draft is Jamison Williams, and the injury concern scares me off, and he's not going to be there at 18. So at 18, George Pickens, 6'4 height, big guy, long arms. He makes contested catches. He makes acrobatic catches. I saw him make all types of catches last year at Georgia where he had to use those long arms to stretch out and get them. Dangerous after the catch, not so much in a speedway, but he's just hard to tackle. And what I believe about in George Pickens is he can go to the outside, he can line up as your X receiver, and he can beat number one corners. So at 18, people will mock me now for it, but at the end of next year, people will say, what a pick. I'm taking George Pickens at number 18. I'm not risking him falling. I'm not waiting to 51 and trading back up. I want to make sure I get my guy, a guy I believe in, and that's who I believe in at number 18. Lowest drop rate of all the top receivers. Lowest drop rate of all. Only 2% of his passes were dropped. Again, hands, size. Like, to me, he's DK Metcalf 2.0. Wow. Like, obviously, DK is, like, a huge guy in that way. But, like, George Pickens is – I mean, he's right there with Wow, what a pick. Unexpected. I mean, not unexpected if people have been listening to the last few weeks. Your George Pickens love has been – Growing yes. and growing, but still a, a bold pick as, you know, he is not going there in the mock go drafts big or for go what home. those are worth. Yeah. All right. I like it. Speaking of go big or go home, I think that there's never been anything more obvious, maybe in the history of the show, than what I'm doing with the 18th pick. And I'm solidifying the back end of my defense. For the next 10 years, I have N'Kobe Dean and Kyle Hamilton locking down the backside of my defense. Two perennial all-pro players in my mind, guys who have the potential to be that. And guys, again, who are culture changers. Like, to your point, the point you make about N'Kobe Dean that I love is he was the best player on the best defense in college yeah. football. The, one of the best defenses we've seen in college football. The dude was the leader and the best player on there. The emotional leader flies around the field, makes plays. Again, as a theme with both of my picks, look at what these guys did in college. Look at the impact they had on in elite programs with elite players. The impact these guys had. I think these guys are both winners, man, especially Dean. I think N'Kobe Dean is just someone who we're going to look back in 10 years and be like, wow, that guy fell 18? <laughs> so, All he did is make plays for a decade, you know? So I, I I feel really good. You know that my whole thing with this draft, and I did want edge rushers, but I agree with you. I think they're going to go, the, the ones I want the most, are going to go earlier than I'm willing to trade up for. Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to abandon that because I have to the way the draft plays out and still get two players who I think can be a major part of my defense for the next decade. So I think we both reached at 18, but that's fine. It's someone you believe in. Here would be my concern with N'Kobe Dean. The guy is small. Like, we can, you know, I agree with you, production, all that stuff, best player, best defense, leader, and I think all those things will matter to the Eagles. 
But when I watched him, he benefited a lot, I think, from playing in front of a very dominant Georgia defensive line. There were a lot of times he was able to run through wide open holes because Jordan Davis is getting double teamed. Javon Walker is winning on the edge. So that would be a concern of mine. A lot of the plays he made were instincts, which is good, which is good. But I think like in college, you get more of those opportunities because you're playing against lesser competition. And the guy is just undersized. Like, he's not this level, but remember Brian Roll, the Eagles uh, linebacker that was, like, super small from I mean, back in the like day? he was, like, really tiny, though. He yeah. was tiny, but, like, N'Kobe Dean looks tiny out there on the field. He doesn't and play tiny, though. I know he doesn't, but I, that's just a worry of mine when you're talk, talking about, like, like George, Zach Thomas was tiny. He was. He was in the league was a for, long time for 12 ago. years ago. Yeah, it was whatever. a long time ago, though. Like, when, I, when I'm taking a chance on 18 with George Pickens, I'm taking a chance on physical traits. Like, he has the physical And I'm taking a chance well. on a winner, a guy who just was awesome at every level, every spot. He's fast. He makes plays. Like, I, I, yeah. I, I love N'Kobe Dean. Look, again, I agree with you in the way that I think two years from now, we could look back at this draft and N'Kobe Dean is like the Luke Keekley type of yeah, player, right? Ray Lewis type yes, of player. I agree with that. Say. But I'm being honest, I am worried about the physical traits with him. All right. I love it. So, Devin Dean and George Pickin for Elliot. Devin Kyle, Lloyd, come on. Devin Lloyd, excuse me. I'm getting you want your guy mixed yes. in there. Yes, and, and Kyle Hamilton in a trade-up and N'Kobe Dean for me. Where are you at? Go Birds listeners, get on the record. We've talked about so many names. We've talked about so many potential possibilities. It's go time. The and here's the thing. Thursday. If you're a Go Birds real one and you don't make your picks today, your your status is a little up in the Yeah, end. I agree. If you're going to call every week and say who you like, who you yeah. want, all these things, and then it's pick time, and then you're not going to make the pick, time. let's do it. Let's be brave, everybody. It's a great point. Be Thank bold, you. to yes. quote Gabe Kapler back in the day. 215-592-9494 on the record time. Let's start out where we do every Saturday at this time in Edmonton with our buddy Tommy. Yo, Tom. Yo, fellas. How we doing today? What up, buddy? How you doing? Hey, I'm good. I'm good. How was the concert, James? It was amazing, dude. It was a, it think? was a fish. Uh, it's the only I concert could have James ever that. seen. Yeah, you yeah. could have guessed that. It was amazing. Yeah. It was a, a high-level fish show, my friend. Well, great, listen, we don't crowd, agree. Great show. We don't disagree on much, James, but fish is one of them. I just don't. I mean, I'm sure I'd have a good time at the I mean, concert. If you've but... Until you see him live, I can't really take anything. And, Tom, that, we you know, don't agree, agree on much. Yeah. We, uh, we don't agree on much, Tom, but on this we do agree. I've <laughs> Have either of you much. ever seen them live? No? All right. Well, then no, your, no, no. Your points I, yeah, yeah. Are, are really don't matter well, to you me. you sent me some videos all that look cool. Look cool, they right? Look cool, yeah, yeah, they did. It's awesome. Anyway, Tommy, what's on your mind? All right, well, obviously, I'm going to give you what I want to do with the picks. I had Sixers talk, but obviously, we're not, we're not doing yeah, that. You guys going to be at the draft? No, so no. we got big big things planned. We'll all be various different places, but not in Yeah, Vegas. we'll talk about this week and stuff. But, oh, yeah. All right. I'm actually going to um, be with Brent Selig at someone's house for the draft. Oh, so. Okay, so you no want to hear that. <laughs> you want to hear how much we think alike, James? Yes. Okay, so I had the 15th pick with a uh, trade with the Jets. Okay. You worried yet, yeah. James? Yeah. Uh, hold on. Now no, it gets better. And I have them giving up, uh, the Jets giving up a fifth, a third, and a fifth this year. Or not a fifth, I'm sorry, a first, you know, the 15th. Right. Uh, a third and a fifth. And I had them swapping picks in the third round because Howie oh, tends oh, oh. to yeah, win trades, you know? Yeah. Well, this is um, a Howie trade in the way that it's incredibly complicated to follow. So. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. So yeah. this is what I cooked so up. So this checks feels yeah. real. And feels then real. I have them drafting. Guess who I have them drafting? Kyle Hamilton? Ding, ding, ding. Let's go, buddy. Okay, Kindred so that was spirits. the first. That's the first one. I had the second one with the uh, 18th pick. I had the Eagles. Making a trade. Oh, wow. 
they send the 18th and one of the first round picks next year and whatever else it takes, and they bring in one Debo Samuel. <laughs> wow. So I like that you thought outside the box with this. I do, too. Yeah. I mean, look, I you know I love Debo. That's my guy. So, so 18, a so one So come out with year. Kyle Hamilton and Debo Samuel. Yeah, you know I mean, what I'm saying? So, I mean, this. It's hefty. It out, it's hefty. I don't know if I want is, to give up two ones, but I get it. Well, the team is bereft of blue chip, game changing, you know, whatever you want to call them. We're, right. we're bereft of them. So we need them. So I, I, I don't know. You, you, drastic times call for drastic measures. How we make we only be on. So I don't know. I, I know that this won't happen because they never do what I want them to do. Right. But, I, the, my, uh, my thing with Debo is, and I, look, Debo is a great player. And I think to a certain extent, when you're talking about players like that, you can do. You can get dangerous and overthink it. Like, Debo's a great player. Go get Debo. That's probably the bottom line to, to the debate. But I also am worried about the fact that, you know, he did have Kyle Shanahan. Like, he was used in a variety of different ways. You look at his season last year, he became much more productive after he started lining up in the backfield a lot more than he was when he was lining up on outside as a receiver. He is going to get a lot of money. And so at 18, I get what you're saying, Tom, and I don't, like I said, if you get Debo, that's kind of just a win no matter how you slice it. But at 18, if you evaluate correctly, which I'm sure you're going to say is the worry, but if you evaluate correctly, you can get a receiver at 18 that I think is going to be cheaper and potentially just as effective as a receiver as Debo is. I Yeah, that comes down to I just don't trust Howie. I don't trust him. Well, I, Tom, I, I don't know him. if you saw this week, but oh, he, yeah, oh, buddy. ESPN uh -oh. did a study, and they had Howie as the sixth best drafter uh, in the NFL since in the last ten years. So I don't know, man. That, that's fine. I, I'm not much of a stats guy or numbers yeah, guy. You the guys facts know and that. Such, Tom, doesn't, I, Tom doesn't. Let me just those. ask you. Let me uh, end it. I'll, I'll ask you guys one question. Sure. Who has a bigger sports IQ, Ben Simmons or Derek Barnett? <laughs> <laughs> Derek Barnett, Tommy. <laughs> and that's that's not good. No, that's no, not no, a no. he's not a high bar. All right, no. have a good weekend, fellas. All right, All right, you too. I will say I think Ben Simmons has a bigger ego than Derek Barnett. My IQ so high. Yeah. I have a such a high IQ. Like it's like, bro, you should be you should be saying I'm just excited to be on a basketball court again. I get to play with some of the greats. What an honor. Not like, yo, they're lucky to play with me. I got such a high IQ. I'm going to go out and crush it. It's like, I just dude, you've a, been playing in a year. Yeah, from a PR perspective, my advice to Ben would have been maybe not come out with that. <laughs> but, uh, maybe yeah. say something different would be my thought. Debo, though. Where are you at on Debo? We I love had a Debo. You know that. Yeah, it's true, actually. You said you'd take yeah, him over DK. I would take him over which DK. Which is an insane take. I would take him over DK. I love Debo. I'm not... You know how much I value those two first-round picks next year? Yeah. And the the keeping your options open. Right. How he's tricked you into that. Yeah, I love it. Yeah. That's my guy right there. Right. Um, I, so I'm probably not trading two ones for Debo, especially with the contract and all that stuff. And to your point, the, the beating he's taking on his body. But, but a one and a two, I would do that. I would do that for Debo. Yeah. I mean, look, like I said, we've talked all offseason, and I think I've talked about especially of just like they need difference makers on offense, right? Like to quote your blue chip thing, it's kind of the same thing. I just have worries about it. I just have worries about acquiring Debo. It's really just my gut is worried about it. I get that. it. 215-592-9494. It's get on the record time. Last show for us until next Saturday, yeah. and thus the last show before the Eagles have made their first, second, and third round picks. We're getting on the record. 15 and 18. What are you doing? If you've got a, a trade scenario, give it to us. How does the first round play out for the Eagles if you're in charge and the board falls the way it likely will fall look we'll call you out if you call it and say uh 
you know, uh, uh, Trayvon Walker at 15. We're going to be like, no, not happening, well, not going to work. But And also, if you're listening and thinking, wow, I wonder if they want me to call in, chances are yes. Like, if we, you think you're a real, a Go Birds real one, and you're thinking, is the, yes, call in and give call us Call in. Picks. you got to get on the record or else it doesn't count. 215-592-9494. It's Go Birds Radio from the beautiful sportsbook at Parks Casino. And let me tell you, the all-new Bet Parks Casino and Sportsbook app has you covered for betting on baseball, golf, pro hoops, hockey, and so much more, whether you live in Pennsylvania or New Jersey. And with an amazing offer, new customers make your first bet risk-free up to $750. Just download the all-new Bet Parks app right now in the App Store, Google Play Store, or pa.betparks.com. It's the only sportsbook and casino app that we here at Go Birds recommends. The Bet Parks Casino and Sportsbook app where odds, bets, slots, and games all come together in perfect harmony right in your pocket. Sportsbook and Casino, all in one amazing app with live in-game betting. Bet more than the score. Bet on individual player performances. Check out the Bet Parks future bets and wager on projected league champions, MVP, rookie of the year, and division champs. And there's so much more. I told you about that amazing boost opportunity for the basketball game down in Philly today. Go check that out. It is an awesome opportunity. Plus six, seven, sixty odds for that one. And there are so many great deals and great opportunities on the app. The app is fun. It's easy to use. And it just makes these games that we're watching anyway. We're sports fans. It makes them way more fun to watch when you got a little bit of action on it and the bet parks casino and sportsbook app is the way to do it again new customers get their first bet risk-free up to seven hundred and fifty dollars the website has all the details visit pa.betparks.com that's pa.betparks.com and use our promo code GoBirds. that's g-o-b-i-r-d-s get your risk-free bet bet parks casino and sportsbook app it's go time you must be 21 and in pennsylvania or new jersey gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER breaking news at sports radio 94 it is Go Birds Radio live from the sportsbook at Parks Casino, the beautiful sportsbook with TVs and comfy seats and the all-new Bet Parks and Casino Sportsbook app. We mentioned it before, but an amazing deal today on there for all customers. A bo- odds boost promotion for Game 4 of Philadelphia versus Toronto. Joel Embiid, James Harden, and Tyrese, Tyrese Maxey all to score 76 points or more in the Sixers to win if both happen. You win plus 760 odds for that. That is an unbelievable boost. Plus 760 is a very, like, Elliot line to bet. Oh, if yeah. I see plus 760, you can pretty much convince me to bet anything. <laughs> and this is a that. good one. This is yeah. like an actual, like, it feels like a legit boost here. So so get in on that with the all-new Bet Parks and Casino Sportsbook app. All right, back to the phones in a sec. Elliot, you mentioned before the break the uh, – the Howie Roseman uh, ranking in yes. the ESPN poll. Just elaborate on that a little bit. For those who didn't see it, it did just come out yesterday, and, and you know, not everyone saw it. What, what exactly was the, so, the list, and, and how did they compile it? So essentially what, what ESPN did was they looked at the last 10 drafts. So two, uh, 2012, wow, which is crazy, that's 10 years ago already, 2012 to now. Uh, the last year's draft, the last 10 years, and looked at how the how the picks uh, planned out. Like if a late-round pick, you know, whatever, blah, blah, blah. And they had Howie as the sixth-best GM in the league over the last 10 years at drafting. And I thought of you when I read this. I'm sure. And well, about, you've been talking about doing this study forever, but you never did it. Yeah, someone so, finally got yeah, to it. Yeah, shout out to ESPN. Yeah. But I thought what the good perspective was, and I think it's especially important heading into the draft this week, like, Yes, in Philadelphia, we focus on everything. Like we know that they passed over DK to get that, that they took JJ over DK. Like I get it; they've all made mistakes. But what it puts in perspective is 
every GM makes mistakes. There's a reason there's only a 50% hit rate in the first round. Like, and when you look at it overall, like, the drafts have not been as bad as people make them out to be. When this, according to this study, only five teams have done better. So I know there's a lot of people out there. You talk about Howie. They'll say he's great at this, he's great at that, but he's terrible at drafting. He's very clearly not terrible at drafting. Yeah, he might look, not be that, a lead at right. it. Right. Uh, the six might be hot. I mean, you know, I'm sure get, getting a guy like Jordan Mylotta in the seventh round is going to really which, increase which it your. Agreed. Yeah. It's an amazing pick, but it's really going to increase your maybe more than proportional. Who knows? But I, I, I get your point, that, right. that, and which has always been the point that a lot of GMs make bad picks in that in Philly. We, look, we get myopic with a lot of this stuff. We focus on the Eagles as every expense. fan base does. Yeah, yeah, so I get it. I still, I still think Ivy Roseman is a flawed drafter, but I mean, he took Jalen Rager over Justin there Jefferson. What more do you need to hear? He'll never live it down in James' <laughs> eyes. He'll win right two, here. three Super Bowls. It'll be twenty thirty, and me and James will be sitting here going, "Well." <laughs> He did take Gregor over Jefferson. So uh, if you want to chime in on that, it is interesting. You know, yeah. it's notable. 215-592-9494. And it's get on the record day for the Go Birds listeners. What are you doing at 15 and 18? Trades uh, available. Whatever you want to do, you're in charge. 215-592-9494. Speaking of real ones, let's go to a real one. Yes. Our guy in Tennessee. What up, Justin? What's happening, fellas? Long time no talk. I, I know, was going to say, it's, it's been, been a, a minute. Good to hear from yeah, you. Yeah, it's, it's been a while. I missed y'all with the Phil's games, and then when you yes. were on, I, I was kind of busy. So that's that's on me, I guess. Donald well, the good news back. is it's draft week, and you are one of our draft experts. So I'm happy to well, uh, <laughs> see what you have going at 15 and 18. Well, no one knows the SEC I was like say, you, you are Justin. Mr. SEC, so. <laughs> well, let me tell you, boys. I get as excited for draft week as I do for the first week of the season. I love the draft. I sit and watch each and every pick. I Mm. dissect every – I love it. I do. I absolutely love the draft. Uh, Yeah, I think think the draft's awesome. I agree. I think it's super exciting. I think just all the hypotheticals of it, you know, trading up, trading back. And I think what makes it so great is – Everybody is players they like. So there's everybody going into this. like, this is a guy I want. And if your team doesn't take that person, you're heated about it for years. So I agree. I think the draft is, in a lot of ways, sometimes more exciting than the actual Well, it's also unique in that, and I mentioned this last week, but we – we find out guys that we're going to be rooting for for potentially a very long time. You know, like, about, yeah, yeah, like they become when that player is taken by the Philadelphia Eagles, all of a sudden they are a big part of our lives in yeah. a way that they weren't right before the draft. And that's a really fascinating thing. Yeah. Well, my thing is when I guess you, you, you see a pick made and you're like, oh, my God, I can't believe they passed on this guy. But then you talk yourself into it. But, before like, oh, yeah. the next three picks are made. So it's, <laughs> it's, just, it's fun. I love yes. it. I absolutely love it. So what do you uh, want, Justin? You're on the clock. I want receiver and secondary help. I would love right. N'Kobe Dean, but I just know they're not going to do it in the first round. Yeah, I, trust me. Some, I'm not expecting it. Exactly. And if by some miracle he were to fall to the second round, I'd give anything from the trade-up, but we know that's not going to happen. But I want wide receiver, uh, preferably Jamison Williams, or Chris Olave, mm-hmm. and then secondary. If we could trade up, I know Stingley. There, everybody's talking him up to top ten now. I, I don't know how that. I think fall, I think he does go top ten. Actually, I do. If 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 Stingley's gone, and you know Hamilton, if he if he gets within reach, I'd be tickled for him to trade up to get him. But I really like Booth out of Clemson Ooh, as well. Interesting. Okay. I, I I like him. I think he's going to be a really good outside corner. And it seems like need, he's rising right now. Yeah, you know? we need outside corner help. We really do. 
Agreed. But, well, especially I, like we talk, obviously, like they need another guy to start right now. It's right. one of the positions yeah. there. But on top of that, like Darius Lee is what? Going to be 31 or whatever, and he's still 31. really great. But, like, you need to start to think about replacing him down the road, too. So you're absolutely right. That That is probably a bigger need for youth there than we talk about. And one for, everybody keeps talking about edge rusher and tackle. Yeah, we need edge rushers and tackles. But out of these first two picks, I want guys who could come in day one and get immediate playing time. Not yeah. rotational players, like Elliot has said, with, with uh, Jordan Davis. Davis. You know, if we get a tackle or, or an end, they're going to be in a rotation and they're not going to see as many snaps as a corner and a receiver. So yeah, and I mean, the thing is, if you're, taking a, if you're taking an edge and he's rotating, well, then at least this better be a guy that's giving me double-digit sacks. Jordan Davis yeah. is not getting you double-digit sacks as a rotational well, even, defensive tackle. Yeah, even the white kid from Georgia, if they yep. were to get him, you're still going to be rotating with, with Cox, Williams, and Hargrave. You know, and it, I just I, I want – I would be fine, but it, I'd just be fine. I really want the receivers – and corners, but dream scenario would be Jamison Williams, Derek Stingley. Probably not going to happen. Probably no. be more like the kid from uh, USC. Olave Booth sounds my a lot name. more realistic. Yeah, Olave Booth, I'd be fine. I'd be tickled to death. But anyway, I'm, I'm glad I got the call in today, boys. Hopefully things fall our way this week. I'm going to get off here listening. Go Birds! Love you, boys. Man. We love you too, oh, Josh. You're the best. Chris Olave is an, is an interesting prospect. I do think he has a very high floor. Like, he has elite speed. Well, elite's maybe strong. He has very, very good speed on the outside. Uh, very good off the line of scrimmage. I think he could go to an offense and contribute right away. I just don't know if I see, like, number one receiver potential. His speed could eventually lead to it in the way that maybe, you know, defenses do put a safety over top and then he's impacting coverages. But I just don't see, like, the special qualities that I do in, in other players. But I think he'd be ready to come in and contribute right away. It's a safer right. pick is it's the idea. Pick, like, yeah. it's a, a, lo- a higher floor, lower ceiling type of pick as opposed to a Jameson Williams who has a much higher floor, right. low, much lower ceiling. And then my thing with Booth is, so vice versa. I agree with both you guys, you and, uh, and Justin, that they obviously need help at corner. I mean, they don't have Steven Nelson. So their starting corner today would probably be Zach McPherson. I'm not as concerned about finding a number two corner where you could talk me into a cornerback, which is a Derek Stingley, if Sauce Gardner drops, like those type of guys, is those are the Darius Slay replacements. Like I think well, you, that was, yeah, I yeah. think that's an important, like you For start sure. now, but ultimately the idea is you're going to be the number one corner on this and, team down the yes, road. Yes, I agree. And that matters to me more than it does, like they need someone opposite Slay. Because I think you have Avante Maddox in the, in the, you know, the nickel role. You have uh, Darius Slay as your number one corner. Finding a guy just to be the third person is important, but it's not worth using a first-round pick on. If I'm taking a cornerback in the first round, I have to look at him and go, he has the same potential as Slay does, and when I need to move on from Slay, he can take over that role. 215 We've got a board full of real ones today. We're going to get love to it. all you real ones. We love it. Let's keep it going with the real ones. Our guy, Darren, in South Philly. What up, Dave? What's up, bro? What up, what up, man? How you doing? So even in my dream scenarios, I still have nightmares. So let me get let me get this out the way. So right. at the twelfth pick, the Minnesota Vikings in my dream scenario and nightmare scenario are going to take the uh, Hamilton. So we're going to trade with the Texans, send the fifteenth uh, and the hundred and first, and we're going to select Dean because he's in my dream scenario. He somehow slipped down there. Dean, with the eighteenth, Nicobe. He'll go later. I think oh, you, you don't have to move. You up. can take Nicobe at eighteen. I think. No, but uh, no, that's what I want. I want okay. this is my right. dream. Just make sure you get him. I like. Yeah, it. I mean, look, I I uh, respect your commitment to him. I think you you could probably just sit back and get him at eighteen. But if you want to move up, I think. No, look, no, I, 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 excuse me, excuse me, SB. This is my dream scenario. Go ahead. You're right. You're right. All right. So that, go ahead. You got. Well, I don't pick. like your first pick. So go ahead. There's a reason why we don't have uh, 
an 18th pick because we send the 18th pick, the I don't know, the uh, two of the thirds, and we get Debo Sanders. And then we somehow trade back up to the 32nd pick, and we take the uh, Rieker, uh, how he redeems himself and drafts the DN from Michigan that tore his ACL, and he becomes the a Java starter. Achilles. I'm going to need more yeah, the than Achilles. they somehow get back up to 32. Like, what, what are you <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't think that's an official trade proposal. I don't know. Eagles somehow get up to 32 is the trade deal. No, 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 no. I don't it's know the who has the 32nd pick. It's so we're trading with that team to get the pick, and Howie redeems himself. Speaking of Howie, only you could present that. Uh, I would love to see the criteria for that report because how do they forgive well, you Jefferson and Arthago Whiteside? And because the my, point is um, everybody has misses like that. That's the point of the article. Okay, and yeah. what about the mid-tight uh, end we just uh, converted from her? Because he's mid at best. He'll be a mid because he can't catch J.J. Oh, Arthago Whiteside. So uh, yeah, that that, that's, two, that's two against him. So, D, you know I'm with you on that, brother. Always a pleasure. Go Birds. Go Birds, buddy. Well, look, look, as I said, I yeah, respect I, yeah. I respect the fact he's what? committed, but trading up for N'Kobe Dean and then yeah, trading no. for Debo Sanders would not be a <laughs> Debo Samuel. Debo yes. Sanders. Yeah, would uh, not be ideal. I will say to the Howie thing, the um, I, I do I do wonder if they do take into account the fact that they did take a wide receiver in that, like where it's like, all right, if you pass on Justin Jefferson at at twenty, but you take a cornerback. You were never going to take a wide receiver, and that's why. And that's wrong. You take the best player on the board, but like you talk about the study, the study. Yeah. Does it evaluate in terms of like, well, they took a wide receiver one pick before the other wide receiver who's way better? Like, does do they ding for that? All that. So it's you know, I'm sure there's a lot of criteria toward. Don't worry, I know that Howie missing on Justin Jefferson will never be forgiven. Well, we're well aware of that. Unforgivable. Two one five five nine two, ninety four ninety four. Who you taking? Fifteen and eighteen. Get on the record now. It's Go Birds Radio. And don't forget, just a, a little bit of time left to get that amazing boost on the Bet Parks Casino and Sportsbook app, the official presenting sponsor of the 2022 76ers playoffs and the odds boost promotion for game four today. A plus 760. It's the boost. If uh, Joel Embiid, James Harden, and Tyrese Maxey score 70 over a combined 76 points. And the Sixers win. So over 76 points. And the Sixers win. A uh, Both have to happen. You win your boost. Get on there now. It's Elliot and James. We're coming right back. It is Go Birds Radio presented by Parks Casino and Sportsbook. The all-new Bet Parks Casino and Sportsbook app has you covered. An amazing boost opportunity. I've been telling you about all show. Last chance to get it as it is for game four today. Philadelphia versus Toronto. All customers plus 760. If Joel Embiid, James Harden, and Tyrese Maxey combine to score over 76 points and the Sixers win, both things have to happen, plus 60. Amazing odds. So mm. get on that now with the Bet Parks Casino and Sportsbook app. Let's keep rolling with the phones. It is on the record day for Go Birds listeners. What do you want to happen in the first round of the draft with the Eagles? We've talked basically about every player in the draft, it feels like, at this point. So. Look, there are a few things I love more in sports and hypotheticals. Oh, buddy. And then when you do draft hypotheticals, well, it's the ultimate hypothetical. Elliot, that's why you're a pro, because I look down at my screen, and the next caller I'm going to is our, oh, buddy, real one on the our buddy Dan in North Carolina, and all it says under his topic that he wants to talk about is hypotheticals. Perfect. So Put him up. Let's do it. Dan, how you been, buddy? Jay-Z! And what what's up, fellas? How you doing? Dude, I'm very excited. I'm excited to see what hypotheticals you got cooked up. 
All right, I got three to hit you guys with. Love it. Uh, James kind of uh, alluded to one earlier, so I'm going to put this a little bit in a game form. Love the game this. is called What Would ESP Do? What Would James Do? And then What Would Howie Do? All Love right? It. Love it. So three Tom from you. Abington so, officially on the hot seat with the games. Go ahead. <laughs> I'm, so, I'm not trying to come for Tom's throne. He's the king. All, All right. right let's first hear hypothetical. I'm going to allude to the trade that James talked about earlier. Our boy Joe Douglas calls up Howie Roseman and says, Howie, I love you. You helped me win a Super Bowl. I'm going to trade you the 10th overall pick for 15, uh, a third-round pick, and a fourth-round pick. Tell me what prospect would have to fall to 10 for Elliott to make that trade, for James to make that trade, and for Howie to make that trade. All right, so I'll do Elliott. The prospect that has to be there at 10 is Jermaine Johnson. That was exactly who I and was And Elliott say. is trading yes, up to 10. That's exactly who I was. And I already, we all know who his mind is. I said Kyle Hamilton. Yeah. Right? But I agree with Elliott. If Jermaine Johnson's there, too, that's the other uh, another type of player I would move up to So the for. ones Howie, I think, would do, Jermaine Johnson for sure. Derek Stingley, I think he'd move up for. Kyle Hamilton, I think maybe, but I really feel like he's falling. So I don't know if Howie would do that, but I think Jermaine Johnson for sure. And then there's the obvious ones, like if, if Thibodeau's on the Thibodeau board. Thibodeau falls 10. or something Yeah, like that, but I don't yeah. think he's going to make sure. it. So I would say Stingley and Jermaine Johnson are like the most realistic trade-up guys there at 10. Do you think the Hamilton could – you think Hamilton would get past the Vikings and Commanders at 11 and 12, though? I mean, I, mean, I don't. Fall, That's I don't. why I traded up to get him. But, but yeah. look, it's possible. Again, we talk about this a lot, and I think it's an interesting thing that happens every year with these mock drafts and, you know, this consensus of right. where guys are going to go that we get kind of really locked into, like, well, this guy's going here or this range or whatever, and then stuff always changes. Again, we talked about Dillard. He was a top 10 pick in all these mock drafts, and he fell to 22, and we were like, yay! And it turned out there was a reason he fell to yes. 22. So, you know, it's all kind of hard to predict then. Fair point, fair point. All right, second hypothetical. Uh, I love hearing you guys always talk about take the best player available. Always take the best player available. Go to right. Justin Jefferson if you take the, book the best player available. <laughs> yes. So, say the draft breaks weird. Just weird stuff happens. Who knows what's going on? And at 15, the top three players, the best players available on Howie's draft board, or James and Elliott's draft board, are all three offensive tackles, and then the fourth player available is some reach, reach candidate. You're an evil you man, have, Dan. You have, you have three scenarios of what you can do here. You either A, what a great hypothetical, Dan. offensive tackles. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. You draft, so that's option A. Option two is you take the reach player. Whoever I think I'm going to go for option three, receiver. which is trade back in this case, I'm assuming. But, but, James. Everyone knows that you don't want to draft an offensive tackle. Yeah. You're not going to get the optimal trade. Well, down you are if there are scenario. multiple teams that want that offensive tackle. If one of these guys, like Charles Cross or someone falls, who everyone's expecting to go top seven, eight, whatever, you know, that type of guy, then all you need is two teams who desperately want that particular tackle. In this case, if the three best players on the board, there's got to be a couple teams that really want one of those guys so i'm hoping you could get a good trade back that's my general thought so on it. if we remove the like andre dillard fear of a tackle drop dropping i would be open just to taking them like ultimately we've seen the offensive line matters tackle my has injury issues lane johnson missed time last year so i would want to trade back but if i can't trade back i'd be open all right to danny let's him. get to your last one we got to get it quick okay of course and just a reminder it's the Dallas Cowboys suck. Okay. Hunter from San Diego State. I've seen him drafted or mocked to the Eagles as high as the fourth round or as late as the seventh round. You're the GM. 
when do you take this guy? Appreciate you guys taking my call. What a call, Danny. Out of, out of San Diego State. Go Birds, fellas. Keep it coming, brother. Go Birds. I would take him in, like, the fifth or sixth round. Yeah, I mean, look. if Mox- I think he is a real weapon, like a difference-making player. Yeah, and look, if he like if the Mox have him in the seventh round and that's an option for me, then I'll take him in yeah, the seventh round. Yeah, absolutely, sure. Like, I will take him as late as I think yes. I can get him. But, I, I like, I am, I am a staunch don't-draft punters and kickers guy. This guy's different. Yeah. Like he's different. So let me ask you this. You would not take one of the tackles at 15 no matter what. No, I'm not saying no matter what. Because, I agree. look, Lane Johnson's not going to be here forever. Like, what is Milata he? has injury. Yeah, and, and also, like, Lane's, what, going to be 32 or something yep. like that? I mean, how many great years he have left? Three, four, maybe max, max? Yep. So, like, no, I would not be totally averse to it. But theoretically, if those great tackles are on the board, I feel like maybe I can get some value. Certainly would be boring, though. Yep. Let's keep the real ones train going to Vancouver with our other Tom. What up, Tommy? Hello, gentlemen. How are you doing? What up, Tom? Some excitement going on here. Elliot's got some very daring uh, picks. Like yes. The, the, go uh, big or go home. That's right. That's right. Uh, James, I hope podcast. Quick, quick little side point on that. Jury duty sounded like being a film extra. Yeah, it was. I just all day just sat around, and that was it. Yep. <laughs> Literally, it, was, it could not have been a bigger waste of my time. Good job doing your civic duty. I though. did my civic duty. I yeah. showed up. I was there. You're a big civic duty guy. So I mean, I got to read a book all day. It wasn't like the worst thing that's ever happened to me, but yeah. it was definitely a waste of time, Tom. So Debo Samuel, I, I, just a quick point on him, too. For me, that's like going on a dating website and thinking that you're the only guy messaging the hot girl. And, <laughs> like, I like everybody's it. interested in him. Oh, of course. So I think it would be a Pyrrhic victory if uh, we got him. Uh, yeah, I, th- I think so you're, pro- you're probably. I'm not. I'm not expecting the Eagles to get Debo Samuel. To your point. All right. All right. So my picks. No receivers in my picks. Tempting. Tempting. But there are too many first round misses with them. So with pick one, I'm going for Stingley. So trading up to get him. I'm a okay. little bit concerned about Hamilton. Hamilton's exciting, but he doesn't have the stacks. So I, I don't know. Like uh, James, what do you? What, what's your thinking there? He doesn't have the what did you the say? Stats, I think he doesn't he have sacks. Sacks? Like, you're saying a sack? Like, he, he, yeah, yeah. He well, he's a safety. Yeah, that's okay. Yeah, I, well, I, yeah, I know. Some safeties do, though. I know, but so, I don't. I, like, like, Kyle Hamilton, it, it's a, in my mind, is the kind of guy who comes in and, and controls the back half of your defense for a long time. You know, he's he's not a, a similar player to Malcolm Jenkins, but I think he can have a similar impact on a team as someone like a Malcolm Jenkins. Okay. All right. Well, you're making me feel better about him, James. If they if they end up going for Hamilton, so with my second pick, because I you know ideally I'd like someone like Jermaine Johnson. I just don't know that we can afford to move up that much. Yeah. So I I would go for a, probably a, a safer pick that's not a reach, which is uh, Carlaftis. Mm. And um, my uh, my question for you before I go is I'm curious who do you think the biggest chances are for a miss. So I think Karloftis is actually one of them. Elliot doesn't like him. Yeah. I, actually, I like him more than Elliot, Tom. I, yeah. I think he's got a motor. I think Elliot's worry is that that anybody whose best skill is hustling, <laughs> um, I'm, I'm going to take a not a first round chance. On yeah, I, I think he's better than Elliot does, but I understand Elliot's point. You know, they you know, generally it's like Derek Barnett, right? You know, the guy where it's like he's maybe not that yeah, physically motor, great at everything, yeah. but he's a high motor and a lot of production, right? So. Which would be my concern. Well, I would I would be much more excited if it were like Jermaine Johnson and Stingley, and we trade a bunch of uh, a whole bunch of picks for yeah. them. I just don't know if we can afford that. I yeah, think one of those guys is out of reach. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Looking forward to hearing uh, the rest of the callers and loving the commentaries. Uh, you're the best, Tommy. We love you, buddy. We'll talk to you soon. Yeah, I. Uh, you don't like Karloftis? No, I mean, again, like this is somewhere where if I was getting him in the late first, early second, 
but like at 15, I just so well, Jordan. In his case, it was 18. Yeah, no. Well, I don't. I don't. Wouldn't really like him at 18. Like I'm not super big on Jordan Davis, but at least Jordan Davis has elite special physical qualities that you don't find in other. I players. heard Josh Norris, who you know, very good draft expert. He's him. the one I think last year had like the perfect mock or whatever, right? I believe so. Like or two years ago or something like that. Very good draft analyst. He literally said, "quote unquote." Jordan Davis might be the best athlete in the history of the draft, was what he said. And I was like, whoa, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> whoa, I mean, dude. Look, I love the strong take. I would still have worries about him, but I would take him over Karloftis. 215-592-9494. Real ones on the board. I see a, a name that says Mike and KOP. Is it Mad Mike and KOP? What's your guess? Yes or no? No. I'm going to say it is. Okay. We're going to find out. Mad Mike and KOP or not Mad Mike and KOP. Coming up. We're going to find out, plus your calls. Get on the record day. 15 and 18, what are you doing? Trades are acceptable, but we might shoot it down. It's not realistic, but what are you doing? It's time to get on the record. The draft is this week. It's Elliot, it's James, it's Goldberg's Radio from the beautiful Sportsbook at Parks Casino. And let me remind you, the all-new Bet Parks Casino and Sportsbook app has you covered for betting on baseball, golf, pro hoops, hockey, and so much more whether you live in Pennsylvania or New Jersey. And with an amazing offer, new customers make your first bet risk-free up to $750. Download the app or the all-new Bet Parks app right now in the App Store, Google Play Store, or at pa.betparks.com. It's the only sportsbook and casino app that we here at Go Birds recommend. The Bet Parks Casino and Sportsbook app where odds, bets, slots, and games all come together in perfect harmony right in your pocket. Sportsbook and Casino all in one amazing app. With live in-game betting, bet on more than just the score. You can bet on individual player performances. Check out the Bet Parks future bets and wager on projected league champions, MVPs, rookie of the year, division champs, and so much more. And again, last chance to get in on that awesome boost for the game down in Philly today that we mentioned before. It is a phenomenal opportunity Plus 760 odds, and you can only get it on the Bet Parks Sportsbook Casino app. App's easy to use. It's fun, easy withdrawals, easy deposits. And, of course, like I always say, if you're watching these games, which we are, we're sports fans, it's just a lot more fun when you got a little action on it. So, again, here's the deal. New customers, you get your first bet risk for you up to $750. The website has all the details. Visit pa.betparks.com. That's pa.betparks.com. And use our promo code Go Birds. That's G-O-B-I-R-D-S. Bet Parks Casino and Sportsbook app. It's go time. You must be 21 and in Pennsylvania or New Jersey. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Let's go Birds Radio. Presented by Parks Casino and Sportsbook. We are at the beautiful sportsbook at Parks Casino. Beautiful TVs, chairs, and the all-new Bet Parks Casino and Sportsbook app has you covered. We're getting on the record. The draft is this week. Yes, Elliot. So who's one player you don't want them to take? Like, if we're doing our post-game pod on Thursday night, we're here next Saturday talking about what they've done, who's the player where if they take in their first round? Of guys who are going in that round. Like, yes. guys who are, like we've seen mocked to them or whatever. Yeah. I don't want Wyatt. Okay. I don't want, because, like, if I'm taking a Georgia defensive tackle, I'm taking Jordan Davis. You know? I agree with that. So I, I don't want Wyatt. I've seen him go to them in spots. I don't love McDuffie. That was my guy. Yeah, to be fair, I haven't seen a ton of him, but what I have seen, I've not been, like, overly impressed by. Yeah, so so those would be the two that of the guys who are generally in the range who who kind of I blanch at the most. Yeah, those would be my two. I'm not a big Traylon Burks guy, but I would understand and like the fact that they went receiver. He's just not my favorite of the bunch. 215-592-9494. We asked the question before the break. 
Is it Mike or is it Mad Mike? All I see on my screen is Mike in KOP. Elliot Shore Park says it is not Mad Mike. I'm guessing it is Mad Mike. Mike? Well, just, just like always, Elliot's yes! wrong. There it is. I knew it. I see. Wrong. Don't doubt me. He was Don't probably sitting me. there all break with that line ready to go. <laughs> no, it just came to my head. But, just you know, came to your head, yeah. A certified yeah, real one as well. What up, well, Michael? Well, it was a good time to ask who we wouldn't want them to draft because I'm sure that's uh, who Mad Mike has a long list of. First of all, I want to just start off by saying this. The 2012 Eagles draft, while Howie may have been GM, Andy Reid was still there, and Andy Reid was not listening to that nerd telling who to draft. I'll tell you that right so now. I think that's, so I think that's fair, but what I'll also say is they included the 2015 draft as well, which Howie was not a part of. So well, it, I think it offsets. So let, let's just be honest. He's probably – Howie probably threw ESPN some money to rank it. Yes, I think you got to the bottom of it. <laughs> Howie, Howie paid them off to put him six on the Guaranteed. list. I think you got so it, yeah. Let, let's just start with what I want the Eagles to do. Uh, they, like how he says, get up to the moves. podium at 15 and announce that Howie Roseman has been fired. That's what my no, bad mind no, 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 no. <laughs> that, that the Eagles have traded away Jalen Hurts and they're drafting Matt Corral so they can actually have someone who can throw the ball more than 30 yards. Yeah. Well, look, I think that's harsh on, on Jalen. <laughs> I, I think Matt Corral at, so you would actually take Matt Corral at 15. Is that what you just not said? At fi- not, not at 15. Not at 15 yet. Yeah. But, 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 but I would take him. And here's 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 what I think is going to happen. Howie, well, even though he said, "Let's like, you can't sw- you got to swing for the fences and do crazy stuff," he's going to take the safest, most boring pick. He's going to take Tyler Lindblom, the undersized center, and he's going to take George Snuffleupagus. The, oh my god. The, Awful. I mean, I could see that. that if they come out with with Karloftis and Limbo, I wouldn't be like floored by that. No, no people would be upset. Be, people would be, but it's, it's the lines. It's you know what they always preach. Like yeah, yeah. we 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 built the way and, we build. It just, wouldn't shock me. And here's the thing, guys. Like they they are still of the Andy Reid mindset. Like even though Andy Reid's not of this mindset, you build through the trenches, and they don't really value. They think you can find like those kinds of receivers anywhere and, and that talent anywhere, but it's the lines that are important. So they're not going to, I guarantee it's not going to be another receiver at this point. And, uh, and just, just, to hear one, just to hear one more thing, you can probably get Nicobe. He's going to fall out of the first round. He's I, uh, I agree with that, actually. I think he's going to go in the 20s, like no, the, the mid to late 20s. The, no, he's gonna he's gonna fall so hard because he hasn't even run a forty. He's undersized. Yeah, I there's, agree with there's Mike some on major this. red flags with Nicobe Dean. Yeah, he's just a great football player. What a red no, flag! No, he's that is. A, he's a guy that had two giants in front of him and could run free. He's gonna get the NFL and he's gonna be useless. Yeah. Yeah, well, not be his giants in front of him on the Eagles. Yeah, but that Matt Mike, you didn't see that well, coming, or should I just say Mike and KOP? I don't know who, how I got Mike and KOP anyway. <laughs> If you ever change on the Eagles' terms, though, I think you need to officially have a day where you announce you're no longer. Yeah, mad. that you're just Mike and KOP. Yeah. yeah. No, I'm. I'm actually going to the draft party next week just to boo all the picks. Oh, anyway. well, I'll I'll <laughs> be there, so it'll be. Well, a, uh, well, I'll I'll be I can't wait well, to hear the report, right, the yeah. Mad Mike report next Saturday. Always a pleasure, pal. Have a good one. See you, buddy. Um. So let's talk about Tyler uh, Lindenbloom or however you Linden pronounce Bomb it. Lindenbaum. Yeah. <laughs> so I let's talk about the center guy from Iowa. Yeah. I do think he could be a pick for them at 18. And now, and this is where if you have two picks, I wouldn't like it, but it's one of those picks where, like, you put the logic into it and you say the line does win for them. If you look at why they made the playoffs last year, their offensive line it was probably the top reason. 
Brandon Brooks just retired. Jason Kelsey's uh, he is one retiring. of his last years. Sayamalu's had trouble staying Absolutely. healthy. Dickerson, for what it's worth, did last year stay healthy, but he has had trouble throughout his career. I'm staying with healthy. you, man. I'm with you. I so would not be, be surprised. It at would all. be a pick where they would do it, everybody would hate it, but we'll probably end up helping the well, team. Well, and also everyone like the the reason people say, Oh, you don't need to do that is is why would you do that when you have Jeff Stoutland? You can just take guys later and they'll be just as good. But like I don't know. What about giving Jeff Stoutland someone awesome yeah, and seeing no, I, what I he can do with someone awesome? You know, the, and losing the Kelsey, flip side of that. Too. Yeah, and losing Kelsey whenever it does happen is going to be such a massive loss for this team. Like, it's going to be hard to replace. I know, replace I know, him at on all, so many levels. At yeah. least having some plans to do it, like some type of plan in place, yeah, I think is, I, is worth the pay. I, I, look I, again. You know, we could talk about need best player. I like, ultimately, they need to come out of this first round, assuming they make two picks, whether trades, whatever. Like. With two good football players, like on a basic level. There it is. And it, and this dude's probably going to be a good yeah. football player. 215-592-949. Let's go to Germantown and talk to my buddy Robert. Hey, Robert. Hey. How's it going, guys? What up, man? How you doing? Good. So 30, maybe some odd years ago, I heard a little band in Vermont called Fish playing nice. at Ben and Jerry's Corporate. Early, early on, huh? Yeah, they weren't, uh, you know, they were the Grateful Dead imitators in the early days and uh, they became fish. some people still say they are yeah, that. Just, those people have never listened to fish because they do not sound like <laughs> those the people dead. are me too yeah. so. or the grateful dead they sound very yeah, different tra- yeah so my pick um i would go 15 for for williams i heard a report the other day on one of the other stations that one of the you know the guys that call in is actually a doctor said he's not worried about his ankle if that's true i'll go with williams because I agree with the thinking, we need a deep wide receiver to help Hurts. And then yeah. the second pick, the second pick, uh, I love Dean. I think Dean's better than Lloyd. I think he's more disruptive. He can, he can do more damage. And then uh, I like the caller's mention of Ariza. I would certainly try to look at. Uh, I get an F every time I do it on my mock stimulator, but I pick him in the fifth round, Ariza mm-hmm. the punter. Yeah, well, they and, need uh, a punter for sure, and, and then, he's a weapon. Yeah. Yeah, he is. He's I mean, great defensive you know, weapon. I think a weapon strong for he a punter. He puts it like 60 I, yeah, yards, 70 yards in the air. I know, like, but like, come boom. on. Look, I get it. He's a great punter, but I'm not going to yeah, sit great, here and be like, great, they great. got a weapon at punter. I think it's a weapon. Okay. Yeah. That's great, I mean, great like, guy. Yeah. Do you remember Ray Guy, boys, from back yeah. in the day? Tell him, Robert. Tell him. So, with Williams, I am big on Williams. I think he's a guy that if they take him at 15 or move up a few spots for him, I think it's a very good move. He's exactly what they need. I think he has the best chance in a lot of ways of making, you know, health aside, like a Jamar Chase, Justin Jefferson type impact. So I'm all in on him. He dominated SEC competition, averaged almost 20 yards a catch. But we cannot look over the fact that he is coming off a torn ACL. Like, there is a lot of risk involved in that. Not and when a you, lot. There is risk. There is involved. risk. It's well, not what it doctor, used to be. Doctor, I mean, guys. Yeah, like ACL tears on. have been ACL tears have have I mean again and like yeah. I get it you can't you, there's always risk involved but they have yeah. become like a uh, uh, really not a bad injury for yeah. people you can come back from it just fine well, I would I would take him but again when your yeah. biggest asset is speed and your injury is yeah. to your leg like that is a concern I hear you I hear you but the doctor was cool with him didn't Kevin Durant have an ACL injury as well. I think he had an Achilles. Yeah, it was yeah. an Achilles. And Robert, good call. We appreciate it. Yeah, it was an Achilles. And look, there have been uh, like Adrian Adrian Peterson came back with like eight months after. Yeah, there's all types of examples of knee. guys that did and did not. Yeah, come look, back it from can injuries. go both ways, but it seems like from everything we're hearing with his progress, the doctor obviously is one thing, but just 
the way he's running, what you hear about him, that he looks great. So, you know, all I can go is go off of how he's progressing so far. let me ask you this. So I know it's been different medical staffs, but if you look at three major medical decisions they've made, at least that we know of, I'm sure there's other ones they make all the time. But the the miss on DK, Sydney Sydney Jones. Jones, yeah, And and then Dickerson, right? So Well, Dickerson was a good one. Dickerson was a good one. So I think they've turned it around, but they have, again, these are only the ones we know of. But, like, of those three instances – I don't know. Like, do I trust Eagles medical staff? Now, the good news is Williams was injured back in January, so you have a lot of time. And to... more evidence of how he's progressed exactly, over that yes. time. Sydney, sure. that was not the case. So th- there's a difference there. But, again, I would take him. I'd move up for him, all those things. But I think sometimes we just gloss over the fact that he's going to spend, like, you know, the next few months still rehabbing. Yeah. And that matters when you talk about adjusting to the NFL. Let's go to Dallas and talk to Scott. Hey, Scotty. Hey, what's going on, guys? What up, man? How you doing? Well, this is the first time I'm ever going to say this and probably the last. I actually completely agree with Mad Mike. I, oh, I don't wow. want to touch. Yeah, I, I don't want to touch Nicole. Hold Dino. up, Scott. You- Scott, not just you being the only time you're saying this. That might be the first time and only time in the history of WIP that anyone has mm. said that. So believe- work. I know. And, and the reason why is Nicole Dean reminds me of a guy I wanted to draft in 2019, Patrick Queen to a T. Patrick Queen's an undersized linebacker who had great range. The problem is you're seeing in the NFL, he's been one of the worst graded linebackers because he can't get off blocks and he's bad in coverage. And he, he runs through a lot of Alex Singleton where he'll make tackles, but he's just not in the right place at the right time. I see a lot of like hollow, hollow stats, so to speak. Yes, I see that. And I actually completely agree with uh, Elliot. I am a huge Devin Lloyd fan. I'm a go. Pac-12 grab myself, Oregon State, go Beavs. And uh, I got go to Beavs. watch a lot of him. I don't know. The last caller is completely incorrect. Pat or Nicobe uh, um, Dean had eight sacks in college and 13 tackles for loss. Devin Lloyd had 43 tackles for a loss. Yeah, I, that's I, a big that, number. I, I Look, think and, Devin, and for what it's worth, I'm not out on like if they take Devin Lloyd, I'm very happy. Like it's not like I I have to have Dean to be happy. I think Lloyd is a great player, and I'd be happy they took him. So it look, I think obviously even, the guys at the top of the draft, the Hutchinsons, like those are the guys you think are probably going to be the best defensive players in the draft. But if you told me two years from now Devin Lloyd is the best defensive player from this draft, it would not surprise me. Yeah, he he's had two seven sack seasons as a linebacker. He came yep. into college. As a safety, the guy can play safety, linebacker, inside and outside, and DN. He's very much like Micah Parsons, and I would say he's better in coverage. He's definitely better in coverage. I don't know if he's as strong as him, even though he did bench more. Parsons just looks thicker to me than than Lloyd does. But I agree that I think after watching how the Eagles misevaluated Parsons, I wonder if they say we can get that mistake back with Lloyd and use him as a stand-up edge rusher, especially when they showed they value that by bringing in Hassan Reddick, who – is a stand-up edge rusher from the outside, from the edge. Yeah, I would tell anybody, go back and watch. They played Oregon twice in three weeks this year, won both games by 30. Lloyd dominated that game, and Oregon was good this year. They went into Ohio State and beat them in Ohio State. Basically, they cost Oregon a chance in the playoffs, and they won, I think, like 38-10 to 10 and then 38-7. Mm-hmm. to 7, or They destroyed Oregon. He had like, I think he had a pick six. He had like three – the guy's dominant. He's the best yeah. player – on, on a defense that was top 25 with nobody else around him. I, I agree. Scott, he would be great my pick call, great, great case. Making a good case for I, Devin Lloyd there. And I, I also know. wonder if he's a guy that maybe we're underrating in terms of where he'll be drafted. Like, could go top 10. Yeah, like, I wouldn't have, like, Seattle well, at 9. Originally he was, right? Like, originally, when everyone first did their first mocks and there was the first, you know, He kind was of, higher up. He yeah. was a top 10 pick in those yep. mocks. So. And that's what's interesting about this year's draft is, like, 
I think Peter King wrote this, and it could end up being true. I still personally believe quarterbacks are going to be overdrafted. They just always are. And once Pickett goes off the board, I think that really helps Malik Willis because then he's a, you know the next quarterback, and teams are going or to vice versa. Yeah, but I think Pickett goes. Really? I, so think I think Pickett, Pickett goes, goes six to Carolina. You really? I wow. do. Yeah. Okay. Um, but when you look at the top ten, like it is going to be a rush on edge rushers, and then those offensive tackles are in there. So if you're a team that views Devin Lloyd as someone that can be an edge rusher to a certain extent that I think he could go higher. But, yeah, if he's there at 15, I think it's a slam-dunk pick. He's called a linebacker, but I don't think the Eagles will view him that way. They'll view him as, a, as like, an impact edge rusher. You know we don't get enough credit for it, Go-Birds? I mean, really everything. But. True, everything. But one of the things we don't get enough credit for, and, and Justin in Tennessee we talked to earlier, for example, and, and many other, Tom Vancouver, like how we bring great callers to the station. It's true. Like, callers start out with us, real ones, and then Certified. become great callers to the station, the other shows, the midday show, afternoon show, all that. Let's go to one of those guys who's a phenomenal caller to WIP, but is a Go Birds caller, and I For will sure. fight anyone who says, let's go to Texas and talk to our guy, Siege. What up, CJ? Man, for that, that great that great feeling of bringing me on. <laughs> You're the best, <laughs> man. We love your call, CJ. So, how you doing, Elliot? What's up, man? I how did call in because uh, I saw your write-up about how we'd be in number six, and it's just... It's sad to say this. I'm with Mike, where it's like, man, Mike, where it's like, man, all those draft picks are his. And so, you know, he's getting credit for things he shouldn't always get. But See, but I, I hate when people do this, though. Like, I, you're not doing it, but people are saying, like, well, Devontae Smith, that's an easy pick. Like, no, you can't pick and choose. Like, either he gets all the credit for the good ones and all the blame for the bad ones, or it just is what it is. He is the GM. Like, if you want to nitpick 2012 oh, I, I and 2015, him, I give him credit. Fine. He took the guy. He took the guy. Yeah, so, I mean, exactly. There were times he didn't take the guy. You know, just you like know, all general managers, breaker. and I think that's the yeah, point you know, of the study breaker, is, so, I mean, yeah, like yeah, GMs so miss on picks. When he gets, when he takes the guy, but when you don't take the guy, I agree. When he Smith, misses, I he mean, deserves blame. I agree with that. Yeah, you, you took you took Smith, but you passed up on a better talent. But we're gonna skip over that. Um, when I'm looking at my picks, if if I can't walk out of this draft with a top corner and the best receiver, which my corner, I, I'm not gonna lie, I am looking for either Stingley. Or I'm looking for Sauce Gardner. And, I mean, that's us trading up. I don't see us doing it. I see us taking all these draft picks and starting to make a nucleus of players. You know, that's what I think we're going to do now. I think how we – I'm not going to lie, I was impressed with our coach kind of standing up for himself and saying, like, no. I know people got on him and saying, oh, well, he said he wasn't over the defense. He's a second-year head coach. He's not well, to be clear, player. one person got on him. Yeah, Joe CJ, DeCamera. I'm with you. I thought I, I disagreed with Joe on that one, too. Like, yeah, I thought I mean, that I'm was just, way nitpicky to get on him for that. He was being honest. You know, I thought it was nice. Yeah, and, I had no problem with it. One of the best things I ever heard was, not from him, but just in general, was saying, hey, I'm not the smartest guy, but what I'm as good at is bringing smart people in the room. Yeah, and when it's you CJ, realize you're not the smartest guy, CJ, you're going to say, hey, that's it. I couldn't agree with you more. Like, I think it is almost a more impressive skill when someone is willing to say, I'm not an expert on this specific thing, so I'm going to trust the people that are. Like, especially when you're in a position of power, I think it takes a certain level of, like, knowing yourself, of yeah. understanding of yourself to be able to, to say that. So I'm with and you. It's worth to say it on a podium yeah, in front I'm, of I an entire give, city. I give him props for it. I'm with you, CJ. That's, that's where I'm at. So, I mean, I would go out to Johnson. I'll go out to DN, Jermaine Johnson, because I figure we do need more as much as I'm like we always take the defensive lineman, offensive lineman, but I mean, that's the nucleus of our team, what we do. Let's, let's just be real. Mm-hmm. But I would like that, and I would like the corner. Now, what if the players that I want aren't there? I'm not going to lie. I would like to draft. I would like to go back a little bit 
and I would like to go with players on who I think could be that could be big players in this draft, and I think that's the cornerback Elm from Florida and Pickens out of Georgia. Pickens oh, CJ, that's Pickens, Elliot's yeah, guy. Pickens is my guy. Yeah. Yep, he, he, Elliot's three, taking him at 18, CJ. Yeah. Hey, I'm not going to lie. If if Williams there, it's hard for me to say, hey, take Pickens. But for some reason, I think him, I think the Alabama receiver is going to get talked up to the point somebody's going to jump in and take him before us. I agree. But if we don't get him, us taking Pickens based on what we get, a big target like that is going to let Jalen Hurts be it's going to let Hurts be able to, to actually throw and go get it type of guy. Well, and that's what I saw from breath. Pickens, too. That's what I saw from Pickens so much is the Georgia quarterback, I know he had a good year, obviously, but, like, the Georgia quarterback did not – there were a lot of throws I saw to Pickens where Pickens had to use his long arms to, like, jump out and grab him, to go up and get him at the catch point. Like, I, I really thought – and I don't think you can draft a, a receiver because, like, oh, well, your quarterback's in, uh, inaccurate, but he will help Jalen Hurts. Like, he will make Jalen Hurts a better quarterback by having him on the outside, and I think I he like compliments Devontae perfectly. I mean, I, but, I mean, I feel what you're saying. I just like the dog mentality. I mean, we, we joke about the dog mentality. Look at him fight DB. Yeah, go, I go agree. look up anything. He he is true dog mentality. Dog like, hey, he's going to fight. He's not going to just get bumped off the line. So that's the player I really want in this draft. I want Pickens bad, and I want him. I'm a Florida Florida guy as far as college guys. I keep mm-hmm. looking at draft where they got us taking a bunch of pin guys. No knock on that, but I'm just like, how many pin guys? Love it. CJ, great. Great call as always, my friend. Keep them coming. Hey, we'll y'all have a great week. one. Go Birds. You, you too, too man. Go Birds, baby. We'll talk to you next week. It is wild to think that uh, that we'll be doing the show a week from, from now and we'll be talking about the guys they did take. Yeah. You know, it is going to be and look, it's they, almost here, you know, man. Since we're talking about him, Pickens did come to Philadelphia for a visit. He really can't, can't stop talking I'm telling about you, Pickens. I really think this guy is going to be, <laughs> be really it. good. Yeah. But real quick, uh, to, to what Joe DeCamera said during the week and to what CJ said, I'm fine with Nick Sirianni getting up there and saying that I trust other people when it comes to defense. He was hired to be the head coach and to run the offense. And if he's going to trust Jonathan Gannon and his defensive coaches, I think that's a great quality in head coach. I do too. Again, like your expertise is offense. Like just because you just became a head coach doesn't mean that all of a sudden you know defense as well as your defensive coordinator does. Like, well, why wouldn't you trust the guy whose specialty is that? And also, we talk so much about, like, workplace, especially with the front office and Howie and all that. Imagine being a defensive coach and you're sitting in a meeting. And you're like, and I want this guy. And your head coach is like, ah, I don't know. Yeah, I think I'm, I'm going to go to the other guy. Exactly. Who's coach on offense his whole uh, career. It's a great so, point. I, I think he's he is involved in defensive meetings and all these things. But I thought I actually liked what he said. I disagreed with Joe. 215-592-9494. We got about... 40 minutes to go leading off after that with Jack Fritz. How about that? Fritzy. What a treat. Fritzy giving us a little leading, leading off, off. Leading off into uh, into Phillies Brewers. The Phillies go for three straight. I didn't even know that was allowed for this Phillies team. Girardi we'll saving it. his job. Yeah, jeez. Hopefully not. Hopefully yeah. they can win and still get rid of him. That's my goal. Um, so that's coming up. But until then, we are taking your calls. Get on the line now. 215-592-9494. Go Birds Radio on the record the rest of the show we're just taking your picks who do you want 15 and 18 the first round it's elliot it's james from parks casino it's go birds radio we're coming right back that's right it is go birds radio presented by parks casino and sportsbook we are here at the beautiful sportsbook at the parks casino come on out hang out watch tv sit in the comfy chairs bet on some games and if you don't want to come on out the all-new bet parks casino and sportsbook app has you covered at home you can download it Google Play, the App Store, or pa.bentpark.com. All right, let's get to as many calls as we can. 
get as many Go Birds listeners on the record with your picks. Let's go to L.A. and talk to our buddy Matt. Hey, Matt. Hey, what's going on, guys? What up, Matt? How you doing? Uh, doing good. Long-time listener, first-time caller. Uh, my man. I had to get my ticket from this draft, though. Phenomenal. Uh, I love that, Matt. You're officially yeah, a certified so, real one. Absolutely, absolutely. All right. So at 15, echoing what the a previous caller said, I want Lloyd at 15. Love it. Uh, I think he's surefire. He's safe. He's got a chance to be the best defensive player in the draft like Parsons last year. Yep. Uh, and you just can't bust on that pick. So why not take a guy like Lloyd there? And then look, at 18, well, not at 18, you look at the two best Eagles teams in recent memory. 04, you had Doc and you had Michael Lewis. Uh, 17, you had Malcolm and you had Rodney. Safety is an important position. This team has absolutely zero safety right now. Yep, yep. See, why trade up for Hamilton? Let's move back to the 20s. Take a guy like Daxton Hill sure. or Lewis Keen from Georgia. Yeah, I think either so of those guys the... can be a stud starting safety. You might yeah. be able to pick up a mid-second. Mid-second, maybe late second. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I'm just firing away at receiver after that. I mean, I think you know, for every Chase and Jefferson, you have guys like Cup. You know, Tyreek, Adam, these guys all went second, third round. Uh, so I'm taking my shot at receiver later. I'm going defense early. Um, and that's what I've got. And one last take on the punter. The success rate in those late rounds is so garbage. Why not take a guy who can punt the, the yes! hell out of the ball? Might be the best punter in the league. That's Matt. Great call, man. Calls more often. And, and I'm with you. Like, why not? Like, this guy is, looks like he's so much better than anyone else who has ever done this. Like, and look, they need you? a punter. So yeah. I, I'm not saying I wouldn't take him. I'm, I'm not, not doing the sippest thing again. Like, that guy stinks. Yeah, I'm just not going to sit here and be like, they got a weapon at punter. Like, yeah, I, it's, it's you know, a weapon. Just, okay, there you yeah. go. Which is Deal fine. And I would draft him. I'm good with that. But I'm not going to sit here and be like, it's a weapon. So where? what's the earliest you would take him? Fifth round. All right, I guess. I mean, a fit, look, here's what I'd say. In the fifth round, the chances of you getting a starter that has more impact than the punter does is probably slim. Yeah. I mean, last year they got game well. That's a good, a very good fifth round pick. I think he was fourth. No, he was fifth because McPherson was fourth. All that's why it. you're the you're the host. <laughs> but either way, like, that's a really good fifth round pick. And I, I probably take game well over the punter. Yes. But I think most fifth round picks that the impact the punter will have will probably potentially be better. Two one five five nine two ninety four nine. Look at this. We're going to keep it in L.A., and not just are we going to hear what Pete in L.A. has to say about the Eagles. Pete in L.A. is going to tell Elliot Shore Parks how awesome fish shows are. Oh Am I right, God. Pete? Oh, I've seen a damn ball play. Bye. Um, Elliot. that's a fish song? I, I, what up, Pete? Yeah. I yeah. love you very much, Elliot. Um, appreciate it. I really appreciate what you're doing with the uh, Phillies now. Let's uh, expand yourself. That's really cool. Thank you, man. Um, Thank you. Uh, so let's just – I'm the only person uh, who's called up. That I'm actually going to the draft. Oh, get out of here. On, going to yeah, Vegas. Friday. That's but awesome, Because yeah, I'm, I'm going to be there for Tiger Jam. It's a charity thing for Tiger Woods when he, you know, is hooking it up, uh, Lady Gaga – uh, I think Elliot might like Lady Gaga. Oh yeah, well, I went yourself? to see Lady Gaga when I was in Vegas. Me Look and uh, me and the missus went to uh, see her. Yeah, so she was very good. So yeah, so Saturday is Lady Gaga, the Tiger Jam Silent Auction. But Friday, she got me the VIP. I'm going to go from the Mandalay Bay pool and go very check nice. out the draft for the second and third round. I'll get back. I know you have a bunch of callers. Um, 
can I, I want Linderbaum and I want Hamilton. Does that make me crazy? No, not at all. I would think we go Hamilton then Linderbaum, but I, yeah, yeah, I think that's what I means. think I think that's phenomenal, Pete. I'm a li- Hamilton again. Like Hamilton is one of the two or three guys. If I can get anybody who is conceivable in their range to get, he's one of my two or three. Fa- that's why I traded up for him. Like he's one of my favorite players. Yeah, well, exactly, because you know that Howie. I mean, I'll ask Elliot. Elliot, do you think that Howie's just going to sit on, you know, underneath his hands or whatever the terminology is? Do you think he's going to do something, Elliot? Uh, yeah, at 15 and 18. Look, I think he would want to trade up. And I think that the, because of where the draft is in the top 10, like if a guy like a Kyle Hamilton, Jermaine Johnson, Kyle Stingley, like I don't think Sauce Gardner is going Derek. to fall up. Yes, Derek. Yeah. My bad. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> both of us have been doing that all the yes. time. Yes. But, but say, really, really, really quick, right? Pete. Really quick, Pete. I do think he would want to trade up. The question is, how confident is he that he can then trade back from 18? Because I think he would want to recoup his picks that he moves up with with at 15. But in this draft, you don't know if someone's going to want to move up to 18. It depends where Malik Willis is. It depends where Kenny Pickett is. So I think I think Howie's always going to be active, and there's a good chance that they don't pick at 15 and 18. But it's, it's going to be tougher to move around than you think just because this draft, there's so much uncertainty on who's going to go where. And I uh, really appreciate uh, – I'll hang up on you guys, but I really appreciate, Elliot, how smart you are. People give you a rough time once in a while, but you do know your stuff. Pete, I'm with you, buddy. I appreciate that. Always a pleasure, Pete. I'll talk to you soon. Love you, buddy. I'll talk to you soon, Pete. He was delusional. Yeah, there we go. I I'm with him. I think I'm a big Elliot Shore Parks fan. I fight the Elliot Shore Parks fight. It would be awkward if you didn't. Yes, it would be. It would be. be very awkward. It'd make the show tougher. But it is real. Yeah, I appreciate it. 215-592-9494. Let's go to Conchi and talk to my buddy, George. Georgie. Yeah, so I just want to chime in with my favorite prospect in the whole draft, which is uh, Matt Arazio, the punt god. <laughs> Aaron, Aaron Sipoff is really bad, and uh, Arazio can kick a football really far. Uh, I'm, I'm not a punt expert, but I know that. I'm with you, George. I can't believe how many people have brought this punter up today. It's pretty surprising. No. But even beyond Arazio, this is actually supposed to be a really, like, the best punter draft. Like, Eon, he got Jordan Stout. The Georgia punter ran a four five six forty. 40 I mean, he definitely... This is year he's a fifth-round pick on a punter. So, yeah, really I don't hate it. I mean, a, a punter is an important. It's an important position to us. I mean, there's only one of them. Like you know, there uh, the guy calls me smart, and I follow up with analysis Nailed like it. that. Yeah, yeah. there's obviously one, on one of them, and it's hard to it's hard to hide a bad punter. So they they kind of bounced around with it. So look, if they want to use a fifth or sixth round pick on it, I'm not going to hate on it. But he better end up being this punt god like everybody's talking about. If you're going to use a fifth or sixth round pick, he better be honestly, like a top three honestly, punter. Honestly, if league. I have to guess, I don't think he lasts to the fifth round. I, wow. I think he's going to go in, like, the fourth, or maybe even some team goes wild in the late third. But he's going to get drafted. So let's be clear. If Howie drafts a punter in the fourth or fifth round, everybody's going to call in and go, he's got to be the smartest guy in the room, blah, 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 I'm blah. saying in the fifth round, fourth round seems aggressive to me. Okay. Right, I'm just saying. Like, right. I know every, everyone's got to have their line right. Mine is the fifth round. Yeah. Fourth round sounds different than fifth. It does yeah. for some reason. It really does. Uh, Georgie, you got anything else? Who else you want? Uh, I mean, yeah, you can say Eagles have three fifth-round picks, so, like, again, and I, I think they don't have, like, any later rounds. So, I mean, this is the year to pick a flyer. I love it, punter. George. Love it. Good call, man. I like that we got a call specifically about the punter. Yeah. Like, that was it. That's you how know? you know the GoBirds callers are the realest ones. We're talking, <laughs> I would bet you <laughs> no one else punters over all here, week man. gets a take on the punter. Yeah. So, so your your cutoff for him is for, is uh, fifth round. You would not use a fourth round. I would round. not, no. So here's a question for you. This is an interesting draft question. If you are selected with 
a pick. God, I'm forgetting the name of them now. A compensatory pick. It's in the third round. Are you considered a third round pick? I think so. Even though I get it, you're after the round. You're so you're actually like in, you're yeah. like in in between third and fourth. Right. Round. You so were like not what, valued as an actual third. Yeah. I I, I count it, you but count I it? understand the argument for not. I mean, it is the definition of a argument about semantics that means absolutely nothing. It's hundred percent like, true. Like so meaningless. But if if I have to choose, yeah, I would say they're a third. All right. Round that's pick. where I'm at. Too. <laughs> I'm happy we're on the same page. On yeah. This, this could have been a. What big, else would you call? Could have been a. It's what I'm saying. Third yeah. and a half. Big. Yeah, you can't this call could have been that. a big issue with Go-Birds moving forward, so I'm happy we, we ironed this out. Good 10 minutes of Go-Bird chemistry. <laughs> Let's go to Phoenixville and talk to Ed. How you been, Ed? Hey, guys. How you doing? What up, Ed? How you doing? Good. So my take is very Michigan-centric. Hang on All with right. me for a second. Will do. So 15, if he's there, you pop an ACL running to the board to draft Jordan Davis. He's a game wrecker. Um, he's going to make – he's going to – if they draft him – Book it right now. Um, Sweat, Brandon Graham, and um, Derek Barnett each have at least eight sacks. Wow! Because um, they just occupy. He's going to occupy blockers, and you could actually play him on like a big front, like have him at nose, and then have Fletcher Cox and Hargrave at like a three kit three technique, just to like mess with people's minds. But um, with the 18th pick, I'm kind of thinking that some of these quarterbacks slip. And you can kind of get like a Pittsburgh or a um, New Orleans or Tennessee to trade back up mm-hmm. to get to the bottom of the first round, get Daxton Hill, and recoup maybe a you know a higher you know maybe a second round pick and get David Ojabo somewhere in the second round with that extra draft capital. What do you think? So I like taking a flyer on David Ajabo uh, in the second round. Obviously, the injury is concerning, clearly, but I think that he is a special athlete when healthy with a ton of upside. So, I mean, he's a guy that was probably would have been an acceptable pick at 15. I know this has, you know, shades of Sidney Jones when talking about it, but I would take the, the chance on him in the second round. My thing with Jordan Davis is, and I don't disagree with the premise of your point, that if he's eating up the middle, it makes life easier for the edge rushers, and he is a special athlete. Like, there's no other way to say it. He is an absolutely elite special athlete. My concern with him is he did stay at Georgia for four years. He was not on the field for passing downs, and I know that they had a loaded defensive line, but if I'm taking a guy that you're telling me is going to make three three defensive ends on my roster get eight-plus sacks, I find it hard to believe that he was not a better option for whoever Georgia put out there on passing down. So I, I understand taking the chance, but I think it's a big chance because he's also somebody that is going to play at his best 60% of the defensive snaps. And I love him. Um, I, th- well, I, think, I think he's a, a monster, and I think he's a great football player, and I think he's going to make your defensive line better. But people talk so better. much about being worried about combine warriors. Like, doesn't that worry, worry you He was on the best well, defense in college. He was defensive player of the year. No, know, I'm fine. I'm good. Right. I feel good. All right. He's Haloti Nada with Steve, and Haloti Nada's going to the Hall of Fame. So that's... Yeah. Um, look, if he's a loady not, it's a good pick. Yeah, I and I like that call, man. I'm, I'm with you. It's a great call, and I do think Jordan Davis is a, is a hell of a football player. And, and I think he checks, I get. he checks a lot of boxes for that. And them, he like. seems like, a to, to quote Jeffrey Laurie, what, a red star guy, a high-character guy. Yeah. Well, so Jeffrey will sign off because that's all he Although what's interesting is I did read a few scouting reports, and I hesitate to put too much into this, but there was some scouting reports saying that effort was an issue for him last year. Wow. Now, granted, I said I don't care about him, effort about 20 minutes ago. <laughs> yeah, you're like, I don't want an effort guy. Yeah, exactly. I want, exactly. A, I want so an fair. athlete. I just, look, at 15, he better be special. That's all I'm saying. When you're playing 30% of the snaps in college, I think he'll play if he's such a great NFL, athlete, why did he stay four years? Like, I, I, like, there's just a few red flags for me when it comes to that. 215 592 
94.94. It is Go Birds Radio. One more segment to go. We will run calls to get your picks for what the Eagles should do in the first round of the NFL draft. It's Go Birds Radio live from Parks Casino and Sportsbook. And let me remind you that the all-new Bet Parks Casino and Sportsbook app has you covered betting on baseball golf pro hoops hockey and so much more whether you live in pennsylvania or new jersey and with an amazing offer new customers make your first bet risk free up to 750 dollars just download the app the all new bet parks app right now in the app store google play store or at pa.betparks.com the only sports book and casino app that we here at go birds recommend the bet parks casino and sportsbook app where odds, bets, slots, and games all come together in perfect harmony right in your pocket. Sportsbook and casino all in one amazing app with live in-game betting. Bet on more than just the score. Bet on individual player performances. Check out the Bet Parks Future Bets and wager on projected league champions, MVP, Rookie of the Year division champs, and more. And like I always say, we're watching these games anyway. We're sports fans. Having a little money on one of the sides just makes the game that much more compelling. It's just a fact. The app is easy to use, easy to deposit, easy to withdraw, and it's just fun. It's just a great time, and here's the deal again. New customers, you get your first bet risk-free up to $750. The website has all the details. Visit pa.betparks.com. That's pa.betparks.com, and use our promo code GOBIRDS. That's G-O-B-I-R-D-S. Bet Parks Casino and Sportsbook app. It's go time. You must be 21 and in Pennsylvania or New Jersey. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Final segment for Go Birds Radio from the beautiful sportsbook at Parks Casino. Come on out, watch some sports, hang out in the comfy chairs, have a blast. Or if you can't come out, just download the all-new Bet Parks Casino and Sportsbook app and have fun there. The Win-win. chairs do look very comfy. The chairs look amazing. Yeah. We've sat in them. They are beautiful. So check it out. 215-592-9494. We're going to try and get to as many calls as we can before we get out of here get as many go birds listeners on the record it's on the record day with the draft last chance on their last chance we're not we're not on the air again until next saturday yeah. picks are already made i don't want to even hear from you if you're not on the record. <laughs> all right let's get to it let's go to ryan ryan how you doing pal hey guys how you doing what up ryan well i wanted to take a little different perspective guy guys real quick other than like what i think mm-hmm. and that is we all try to learn the language of howie you know yes. it's a the different language you know he's He's such a, a liar. It, it's hard to follow. And, I mean, uh, I mean, it's his job somewhat to mislead. But I, I understand. Think, yes, I think liar is strong, but I get what All you're right, saying. All right, a little. Bear with me, Elliot. So I think Friday morning, I, I love listening to Mike Lombardi, and he had told Ange that these press conferences during the week, really, what they were was you know misinformation, yeah. leading sure. everybody to believe A when you're really doing B. Agree. Agree. So guys, here's my perspective. Like. These quarterbacks, so draft-wise quarterback silence. Free agents were involved in everything. So I'm asking you guys if Kenny Pickett or Malik Willis drops the 15 or 18, could Howie resist not picking them? Yeah. I'm, well, hold on. I think it's the most interesting question of the draft. Yeah, I, I think he can, but I think, I think it's certainly possible that he also could take a quarterback. Yeah, absolutely. It wouldn't shock me. I, I'm not – Ryan, to the, the core of your point, I am not expecting him to take a quarterback. I'd put it but at 15%. I, but I'm I, not I do think, But I also do think, to your original point, with the press conference stuff, it is, it's almost like you're getting into game theory here in a sense where it's like 
you think I'm I'm lying, so maybe I don't lie because you think I'm lying, but then what you think, you know, it's like one of those things yeah. where you can go back and forth on all that type of stuff. So yeah, yeah. I, I, it's all really fascinating. If I'll I had to bet, I would there. not bet. On, no, you should. You should yeah. because, look, they well, have Matt Crail in for, for meetings. Yep. They've done stuff yeah. like they, they have been involved he, in he, all can this stuff. Can you pick it out to dinner? Yeah, no, out Ryan, dinner? Ryan I, I think it's a, a, a great call. I think. The, the the last show before we do the draft to not mention even the possibility was probably silly and thank you for Ryan for bringing it up I'm not expecting it but but we we all remember Jalen Hurts getting taken and our jaw fell to the ground like I will never be as shocked again if something like that happens because of the Jalen Hurts pick right. so I would be surprised but I wouldn't be like jaw to the ground surprised so if they take a quarterback. And again, I think it's like a 15% chance it happens. But let's say... I would go more like 7%. That, fine. Okay. I, 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 yeah. So if they 5%. take a quarterback, my response will be, it's not what I would have done, but if the evaluation's correct, then it was a smart decision. Like, I think that's really what it comes down to. If they believe that Malik Willis or Kenny Pickett is better than Jalen Hurts, then you go and you get that player. Now, but you have to be right. Like, you have to A, be right about the prospect, and you have to be right about Jalen Hurts. Like, drafting a quarterback in the first round is not only saying you believe that guy point. can be the guy, it's but you're also saying that Jalen Hurts is not. A great and I don't know if I would take that risk because I don't love any of these quarterbacks. I wouldn't for what it's but, yeah. but I like Hurts more than I like these guys. Right. But if they do it, like I would almost respect that more than the plan of, well, let's see if we can get someone in 2023. Like At least then they would be going with somebody they believe is the guy. Yeah. And they could be wrong. And I wouldn't in the sense I wouldn't do feel, it. But it would feel forced to me. It would feel like, oh, we got it. We don't believe in Hurts, so we got to get a quarterback. Like, wait, you don't well, have but, to get one. But, but, but that's from our perspective. No, like, I'm sa- I know. Of yeah, course. Yeah, yeah, right. They could believe that that guy's the best and, and they, uh, everyone else is wrong. Who knows? Right. They could be sitting there and saying, like, Matt Corral's the next guy or yeah. Kenny Pickett. And if they're right, then props to them. But of you course. have to be right twice over. Once about the prospect, once about Jay. And it does seem, and again, like we said the whole time, one of these guys will be better than everyone thinks and it'll be great. But, like, it does seem that most of the people who really know what they're talking about yeah. when it comes to this stuff are not enamored with this quarterback. Like me. Class. Exactly. Yeah. Let's go to Berwin and talk to Chris. Christopher. Hey, guys. What's up? What's going um, on, man? So I think ideally my favorite scenario would be if somehow they're able to, to trade up for 15 without giving up a first-round pick uh, and get, you know, Hamilton or, or Gardner because I think secondary is their biggest need. Mm-hmm. But I don't think that's likely to happen. Especially Gardner. Uh, it seems like the more we – and, again, anything can happen with these mocks, but it seems the closer we get to the draft, it looks like Gardner's more likely to go top five than I mean, Gardner could 10. go, like, three. Yeah, looks like yeah. he's going to go pretty high. Yeah, we, we would need, you know, the, the Panthers to take to take Pickett and then, you know, a team like Pittsburgh or New Orleans to trade up, to, you know, Malik Willis and then those yeah. tackles. Yeah, I mean, the quarterbacks um, are huge. If you have two quarterbacks that go in the top ten, and I don't think it's a 0% chance. If Pickett goes six, I think Malik Willis could go eight. That's what I – if I were Atlanta, I would take Malik Willis. So I I think that's the the huge part of it is if the three tackles go and the two quarterbacks go, then five of the first whatever picks, first ten picks, you want to say that, are are the players Eagles would presumably not draft. Yeah, while I would love a player like Devin Lloyd – I mean, I just don't. I mean, the Eagles don't take linebackers in, in the first round for for a reason. I mean, I don't see them fucking yeah, that trend Phyllis, now. Philosophically, it feels like they right, won't, but that's but... if they view him as a traditional linebacker. Yeah, they could view him differently. They could view him as a Hassan Reddick, who they just gave like thirty million guarantees. And we don't know how much like if if you know it's they've we've known in the last few years they have taken the opinions of their coaching staff highly yes. in their decision making process. If Jonathan Gannon comes to them and says. 
I'll be the, you know, our defense will be dominant if you give me Devin Lloyd. I'm sure that could potentially slip, slip, you know, the scales one way or the other, potentially. Yeah, and, you know, I, I just think that they're probably going to end up focusing with the trenches, you know, O-line, D-line, uh, especially, you know, that, that kid from, uh, from Iowa. Uh, yeah, Chris, center. Um, Chris, good call, man. Call us more. I, I do think it is a, a safe bet them to focus on the track. Are you guys yeah. done yet? I mean, come on. We got, we got some we got baseball coming. Who cares I, about the draft? I was just about to text you and say, we're going to break it like 302. Is yeah, that who, okay? who, who just jumps in right in the middle of a show while people are talking? I mean, we're talking about first off, you guys aren't taking a quarterback, which is a total loser mentality. I mean, can we just can we grow up a little bit? Is, hey, this, J- is this Dan Wilson? Hey, stick to baseball, buddy. All right? Jack Fritz is a dope. <laughs> oh, it's Jack. Do we have okay. a Howard drop for everything? This is yeah. unbelievable. Well, the guy's I a drop master. I, I know. I know. What up, Fritzy? What you Nothing got coming much. up? We what got, got some... coming up on leading off. We got leading off coming up. Uh, and listen, it's okay to believe in the Phillies again. They're back. Wow, it's like I feel like you say that once once every three days Jack tweets out. It's okay, I still believe. Well, Jack, here's what we're going to do for you, buddy. We're just going to end the show so you can go quicker. How about that? Elliot, here's the last. No, you got at least four more minutes. No, not even. Like uh, one minute. Here's the last thing I do. Fritzy, we'll talk to you soon. Everyone stay tuned. Leading off with Jack Fritz. What a pleasure. What a dream. Stay tuned for that. Last thing we'll do, Elliot, I will give you this is it. Last chance. Forget what we want. Forget, you know, we're taking all the Goldberg stuff on it. One player. You don't have to make both pick whatever, but if you had to bet your life or bet something yes. substantial on one player being an eagle after Thursday night in this draft, what player are you guessing they take? The defensive tackle, Davis from Georgia. I think he checks off the most boxes for them. I think he's the most likely to potentially be on the board when, when making this bet. You have to take into consideration he's a, a position they value. And he's a Howie-type pick, elite athlete that you know you can count on the upside. And I just... That's the guy for me. I, I would say that the most likely we're sitting here next Saturday and we're talking about how this X player fits into them, I think it is going to be Davis. All right, stay tuned. Jack Fritz coming your way with leading off. What a treat. Thank you to everyone who called in. We literally could not do this show without you. Dave Breitmeyer on site. Kyle Quinn at the studio. You guys rock. Thank you to everyone. Keep it tuned here. Jack Fritz coming your way next. This has been another edition of Go Birds Radio right here from the beautiful Parks Casino and Sportsbook. We'll talk to you guys next week.